Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Good morning, everybody, or good afternoon. So you are, like uh, Scott was saying, you're in the Breakfast with Champions, the Millionaire Breakfast Club. So we bring you motivation, we bring you education, inspiration from 5 a.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern, Monday to Friday. We do it 6 a.m. Like Scott was saying, he's here at in that 5 a.m. Eastern Eastern slot where he's here. Uh, and so make sure you're coming in every day, 6 a.m. to noon on Saturday. And then we also got the Club 111. It's our worship service. It's on Sunday. It's live on Clubhouse. And when you think about it, there's really no other space where, like Scott was saying, we've got nearly 100 leaders across so many different industries, so many different backgrounds, all coming together. And the main goal of that is to just pour into you and see you and all of us together succeed. So if you miss a seg segment, if you came in here just at the very tail end of this uh, interview that Scott was having with Alvin Johnson, well, guess what? You can re-listen to it. You can re-listen to any of your favorite episodes. Just go download the Breakfast with Champions podcast 
and you can listen at any time. We've actually got a link. You can go to breakfastwithchampions.live, breakfastwithchampions.live. You can grab the link to subscribe to the podcast. And when you subscribe to the podcast, give it a rating. Let's get some great Apple podcast ratings up there as well. So go check it out on your Apple podcasts or anywhere where great podcasts are found. So I'm really excited to be with you for this hour, you guys. Uh, I'm Eric Artel. I am an actor in Los Angeles. Also, I'm the head of creator development at a company called Collab, which is a digital network and entertainment studio. It's got the world's largest network of TikTokers, a combined over 1.5 billion followers on our network of TikTokers. We're also in the top 10 in YouTube creators. And our network create our network of creators, we do over 30 billion views across all platforms every single month. 30 billion views across every month. And uh, and I am their head of creator development, which means I get to talk and ideate with all of these creators who are making all this amazing content. And I, I also am a content creator myself. I have over 4 million followers on TikTok, over 100,000 followers on Instagram, and I love making content. So today, we are going to knuckle down and talk about five strategies to overcome what I like to call content block, five actionable tools that you can implement today to put content out on your social media platforms. So what is, what is content block? Well, we've talked about it before. It's like, it's like writer's block. You know, when writers, they can't figure out uh, what to do. If you've ever read the book, Oh, the Places He Went, it's a little, it's like a, a short little biography about Theodore Seuss Geisel, Dr. Seuss. And it talks about when he would experience writer's block. And he would, he had a room where he liked to write and think and ideate. And he would literally as he puts it, thrash around on a bed for a while until he could think of some ideas to write about. Uh, writer's block is real. Content block is real. What, what do you post on social media? And now, right now, we have short form video. Short form video right now is so important on social media. So content block is when you can't figure out what to do. Do you, are you struggling with what kind of content should I make on a social media platform? What kind of videos should I shoot? I am in I am in wealth management. I have no idea what videos to make. I know videos are important, but I don't know what videos to make. Or I'm in the real estate industry. I'm in the restaurant industry. I'm in the uh, coaching. And I'm I'm uh, some type of coach. What what kind of content can I make? Because it is important. We know it's important. If we just look at the app that's called TikTok, which essentially is short form video, seeing the success of TikTok lets us know just how important short form video. So we're talking videos that are usually anywhere between 10 to 60 seconds long, just how important that is. As of 2020, an estimated 89% of Americans recognize TikTok as a brand. So I'm not a marketing specialist uh, or a marketing expert, but I'm assuming from those who are marketing experts, if somebody said, hey, 89% of all Americans recognize your brand, I would think that you're doing something right for your brand. And that was in 2020. So I've got to imagine that 2021, more people know that that number is even higher. If we're talking just TikTok alone, it's had over 2.5 billion downloads, downloads an estimated over 2.5 billion downloads. There are now an estimated over 1 billion active users who use TikTok. In, U in the US alone, an estimated over 130 million active US users. So the only reason why I share these stats, which I think are pretty fascinating, is because it's to share the importance that that is a short form video app. All it is is people going in and consuming these short form videos. And it highlights just how integral and important 
short form video is now in the American psyche and in the world psyche and in their consumption habits. And if, if you are not, if we are not tapping into that and taking advantage of that, then we are doing something possibly wrong. We need to be tapping into that. You should be thinking about how can, how can I make short form videos to tap into this gold rush, if you will. So we're going to go over these five actionable ways for you to come up with ideas for your short form videos. Now, just to give a little, little background about me, I, I've been, like I said, I've been a working actor in Los Angeles for a long time. Came into Los Angeles in 2020 to to pursue acting and had started having a lot of really fun success with it um, on the small screen, on the big screen. And uh, but in in the early 2010s, 2010, 2011, 2012. I don't know if you remember this time, but uh, this was when Twitter really started uh, really started coming to the forefront. Uh, also, YouTube wasn't owned by Google yet. YouTube was sort of this, uh, you know, in the late 20, 2007, 2008, 2009 is when some YouTubers started to become really big. YouTube, by the way, if you've ever looked up the history of YouTube, it's so interesting to think about the history of YouTube. Uh, the creators of YouTube originally wanted it to be a dating service, essentially. They're, uh, I can't remember what their, what their title of it was. Don't quote me on this, but it was something like, like hot and mingle or something like that, where what they wanted to do was they wanted to uh, have people post videos about, uh, about sort of dating videos, if you will. And uh, to show why they, why they were, uh, why, why they would be a good person to date. It was like eHarmony. Um, or any of those dating videos. That, that's kind of what they wanted to create, and they realized they couldn't get anybody to post those videos. So uh, instead, they, they helped create this platform where just anybody could post any kind of videos they wanted. And now it's become what it is today, uh, YouTube is. But Google didn't own YouTube back then, so it, it was sort of this fun time of people just throwing content out there. And then Vine hit the world stage. And Vine was this short form video platform that came up in, in 2011, 2012. And these, these kids who were just ma making all these little six second videos. It was like this interesting renaissance of content creation because now it's such a big business. But, but during that time, it was something new. And I don't know if you, you guys remember when Twitter was like a happier and safer place. Twitter felt like it was a more fun place then. It feels like it's now a little bit more of an aggressive and polarizing place. But back then, Twitter Twitter seemed like it was just a really fun place to be throwing content out there, kind of like what TikTok is now. It's a really fun place to be throwing content out there. So in 2012, uh, I created a show. I came up with a show and pitched, pitched this show idea to a digital network, a new digital network, about doing kind of like what The Soup did, but for Twitter, where we would, we would present some trending shows on Twitter. And uh, they picked it up. And so for a year, we were doing a daily show about what was trending on Twitter in a sort of a snarky, fun way. It was called Daily Rehash. You can look it up on YouTube. It was a fun, fun show to do. But uh, in that, we also decided to make uh, a show and came up with this concept of a show to parody Inside the Actors Studio. And I don't know if you remember what that is. A lot of actors certainly know what that show was, where James Lipton, uh, rest in peace, he would interview actors. And so we thought, wouldn't it be funny to create a show where we interviewed these Viners, these really popular influencers, one of the first wave of influencers that really hit the world stage, and treated them like they were these Academy Award-winning actors. Uh, it was called Behind the Vine, really fun show to do. But what that did is that tapped me into this world of social media. And I got to know a lot of these Viners, these big-time Viners. And... Then because of that, I met this company called Collab. And long story short, fast forward, because I want to get to these actionable tools, I, uh, they brought me in to become their head of creator development. So 
What I do now is I get to ideate with some of the world's top influencers, top content creators, to come up with ideas for their content. And sometimes it, it, it looks easy. It looks easy. You see these, you might be scrolling through Instagram or looking through your YouTube or looking through your TikTok, Facebook, and seeing these videos that are getting millions of views, enormous engagement, and it can just look like it's really easy that they just threw something out there. But I will tell you that more often than not, there's an enormous amount of thought that's being put behind these videos. It looks like they're not putting a lot of thought, but there's a lot of strategy and a lot of thought put, be put behind these videos to make these really highly engaging and very effective videos. But they don't have to be the only ones. We, you can do this as well. You can make content and you might experience this content block where you just don't know what content to make. So I wanna start going through some of these actionable tools and hopefully you can write these down, you can take these, you can apply them to your business because as we know, as we've already talked about, and we've talked about a lot of times, creating content is not just for influencers. It's not just for slice of life, but you, for your business, whatever business you have, you should and can and should be making content and putting, and putting it out on social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, whatever it might be. And you can make really great short form videos about any topic that can be engaging and can be fun. But it can be hard to come up with those. So let's go over some of these actionable tools that you can use. And, and at any point, if you want to jump in as well, I'm, I love hearing about some stories that you have and successes or maybe even failures that you've had in trying out some different strategies. But the first one that I want to talk about is emotion using emotion. So emotional reactions really can drive engagement. Emotions, it, it, content that elicits emotions, whether it's anger, happiness, sadness, nostalgia, fear. Think about some of your favorite viral videos. Uh, think about one of the one of the original OGs of viral videos, the the Charlie bit my finger video, the uh, the two little British kids who are in the back seat, and uh, one of the British kids is putting his finger in the other British in the other little children. The only reason I say British is because it's so cute because of their accent. It could have been any nationality, but it puts his little finger in the mouth, and the the little toddler just starts biting his older brother's finger and the little kid starts to say, ah, Charlie beat my finger. Enormously viral video. Why? Because it drove an emotion. It drove an emotion of, of love, of joy. It was just such a fun video to watch. But there are so many different emotions that your content can drive. Uh, like I said, it can anger, fear, happiness, sadness. Uh, there are you know, these major emotions that are in life. Um, I, I have a, an influencer friend who uh, they are extremely strategic with this and they make content, which, and I'm not, I don't necessarily recommend this to people, but they make content that will drive anger will make people very, very mad about what they, what, uh, about the content that they make because it's extremely polarizing. It's just extremely controversial. Some people will be extremely supportive of it, but most people will get really, really mad at it. And in talking with them, they were saying, you know what? I know exactly, they know exactly what they were doing. They know exactly what they're doing, that they're doing this. And uh, they said to me at one point when I was talking with them, but all these people are getting really mad at my content. 
and uh, I'm just laughing all the way to the bank. Because when people were getting mad at their content, all they were doing was sharing it and commenting on it because they were so frustrated and mad at their content. And it drove engagement through the roof. Now, again, I don't necessarily, uh, I wouldn't necessarily condone you making content that's going to make other people really mad. But just to highlight how effective content that drives emotions can be. So that's the side of when you're making content and why content can be really successful. But I want to flip that on its head for this first actionable strategy that you can do when you're trying to figure out what kind of content you want to make for your business or for your own personal accounts. And that is emotion can also drive how you create your content. So content with emotions can drive engagement, but emotion, you can use emotion to help you figure out what kind of content you can make. So what, what do we mean by that? Well, it also taps into an improv principle, um, an improv training principle. I've, I've been an improviser for over 20 years. I've been teaching it for about that, that long as well. And there's this really fascinating improv principle that if you have an emotion, your brain is gonna fill in the information. So for instance, if I am, um, if I am buying a donut and if I all of a sudden say, uh, man, I'm really bad, I'm bad. I'm really mad about this donut that I'm buying. Well, right now, think to yourself, why am I mad about buying this donut? And you could probably come up with five different reasons about why I'm mad about buying this donut. I'm mad because it's the wrong flavor. Uh, maybe I'm mad because it just spilled on my shirt. Maybe I'm really mad because uh, because it costs too much and I don't want to be overcharged. Or now, think about why am I really happy about buying this donut? Why does buying this donut make me so happy? Ah, because I haven't eaten anything sweet for over a month. Or maybe I'm really happy about buying this donut because it's the same donut that my dad used to buy, and it just makes me feel so happy that I'm buying this donut. Maybe, maybe I'm really happy about this donut because uh, because it's a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be, and so I'm really happy. I feel like I got really good value. I hadn't thought of any of those reasons before thinking about this. Um, maybe you thought of different reasons about why I was mad or why I was happy, or now think about why am I scared about this donut? Oh, I'm scared because uh, do I know how long it's been out uh, on the shelf, and is it going to get me sick? You can just have an emotion and it's going to drive information into your brain. So you can take this strategy and you can apply it to creating content. So think about what is, what is your business? Um, we have a good, uh, a, a good friend's Nate who ha he wants to make some, some content about uh, poker. So if you think about that and think about, okay, let me, I want to make content about poker. So let me just grab an emotion. How about anger? All right. Um, why am I so mad about poker? That's all you have to think about. All right. Think, why, why would poker make me so mad? Um, I'm so mad because I always end up losing what I win. I can never stop. I get so mad because I end up losing what I win. Oh, I'm so mad because uh, I keep, uh, when I'm playing poker, I keep getting beaten. Uh, I keep getting beat on the river. That river card always beats me. Yeah, that makes me so mad. Well, or why am I so mad? Because uh, I keep getting bled dry with chips and all of a sudden I can't do it with my big blind. Um, think about those reasons about what it makes you mad. And then you can take that and go, oh my goodness, every single one of those things could be a video as I instruct people about poker. You can take that emotion and you can think, why does that, what does that emotion drive? Or where's the, where is the core of that emotion? And then now I can translate that into content. Um, Kelsey, Kelsey, I see you up here. Kelsey, are you available to talk? Kelsey, flash your mic if you're if you're available to uh, to say to say hi. If Kelsey's not here, all right. Um, Doctor Sean, are you here? 
Dr. Sean, flash your mic if you're, if you're here. Oh, we do not I, see Dr. Sean. All right. I, I'm sorry. I'm here. I was away from my phone for two seconds. I love it. Dr. Sean. Okay. Dr. Sean, um, if people don't know you, what do you, what do, what do you do, Dr. Sean? In, in uh, 30 seconds or less, let people know if they have not met you yet. What, what do you do for a living? I am a chiropractor in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, who specializes in tough cases as well as uh, full structural rehab. I love it. So do you make content about being a chiropractor? Eric, I think you know that I don't really make that much content. That's okay. This is great. So let's talk about so I just want to use this principle of emotions and how you could, and Dr. Sean, I know you don't necessarily make content, but how you could, if you wanted to make content. So if we think about Dr. Sean, your chiropractic, your chiropractic uh, practice, being a chiropractor, and if we just grab an emotion, right? Let's just say we grab, and now we think, all right, happiness. Why might be some, somebody be happy about chiropractic, uh, about your business, Dr. Sean? Why might somebody be happy about chiropractic? Well, I would say chiropractic. That's all right, that's all right. Let me, let, me, let, me say, let me save you in case there's another chiropractor in the audience who gets mad about that type of stuff. So, um, so a person would be happy with my practice because I look for a complete solution to the problem and hold you accountable for the goals that we set to get you to that end. So. Six months later, you don't show up with the same problem, which is which is a common complaint of frequent chiropractic patients. So, so somebody might be happy because uh, I don't have to go back so very, so often. That, that is correct. Back, right? That's correct. Um, maybe somebody also is happy uh, about per, or is, is there a word, Doctor Sean, for chiropractic practices like chiropractic? No, there isn't, is there? No, no. no. <laughs> okay, that's fine. So, so somebody might be happy because uh, going to chiropractic services because um, there's a problem and you finally got to fix it, that they were never able to fix it uh, ever before. So it could solve a problem that, that other, pra other, other methods maybe never could fix, right? Um, maybe they're happy because what you have given to them, now they can actually lift their grandchild. That would make them happy. Exactly. Maybe they're happy because it wasn't as painful as they thought it was gonna be. Um, sure. Maybe, <laughs> you know, right? Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, yeah. You're like, no, it's actually pretty painful. Um, no, maybe, no, you know I'm, I mean? like, I'm like, I don't know if I wanna cop to it being painful and being on a podcast, so that's why. That's oh, no, I totally understand. No, but, but the point is, looking at why would, why would somebody be happy when it comes to chiropractic services? And we just came up with a few ideas, just really quickly, and thank you, Dr. Sean, for being willing to, uh, to chime in about that. We just came up with a few different ways of taking this emotion, you just grab an emotion, Think about the business that you want to make content about and just start thinking, why would this business make me happy? Why would participating in this, in this uh, why would this make me happy? And we just came up with just really quickly, just in, in 30 or 45 seconds, Dr. Sean, of, of a few different reasons why engaging in this service, engaging in uh, these chiropractic services might make, why somebody might be happy about it. And those, each one of those, Dr. Sean, if you were to want to, you could go and make a short form video or even a graphic on a social media, a graphic for your Instagram, or you could make a social media post about each one of those individually um, and to highlight what your business does. And you could present it in some different ways, but that's just one example of how if you're thinking, I don't know how to make content about chiropractic services. What do I do? Well, great. Grab this emotion. And now we just came up with a few different types of, uh, of videos that you can make. You can do this with any type of content that you want to make, any, any business. And if we had more time, it would be so fun to just bring people uh, to talk with different people here on stage and talk about what is your business and let's grab an emotion. Um, what is 
what is your business? Is it, uh, is whatever it might be. And let's grab, okay, let's grab fear. Um, is your business about the crypto world? And uh, is your business about cryptocurrency? And let's just grab fear. What would make us scared about cryptocurrency? Why would somebody have fear about it? Uh, I'm gonna, am I gonna lose all my money in, in crypto? Um, am I scared because I feel like I'm gonna get hacked? That would make me scared. Uh, I, I'd be scared because I can't hold it actually in my hands. I can't see the money. And, and what is this crypto? It's, I, I'm scared because I can't see the money. You just grab that emotion and now you can think, oh, these are all different videos that I could make. This is all different content that I can make to address address the these ideas. And the other powerful thing that this type of strategy, this one tool that we've got, we, we're talking about right now, just this one tool of overcoming content block is the tool of emotion is because it then becomes very relatable. Because if, if this emotion drives in you a reason in your brain, chances are other people have thought it as well. So even in the, even in this uh, example of with Dr. Sean and with chiropractic services, if we're thinking, oh, why would I be happy about engaging these chiropractic services? I'm happy because now I can actually pick up my grandchild. I never really thought about that before. Uh, when I become a grandparent, I, I definitely want to pick up my grandchild. But that that information came up in our brains. And chances are that's also going to be very relatable to somebody else. So then when you post that piece of content, Dr. Sean, I'm looking at you, when you post that piece of content about being able to pick up a grandchild again, you couldn't because your back was hurting, but now you can. You can pick up your grandchild. That's advertising 101, right? Becoming relatable. Letting your target audience be relatable, uh, creating content that will be relatable to your target audience. So letting emotion drive your content creation. Just one wonderful tool. Pick your business, pick an emotion. Think about why your brain would have that emotion about your business. And trust me, you're gonna come up with dozens, dozens of content ideas for what to put out on social media. So everybody, you are in the Breakfast of Champions, the Millionaire Breakfast Club. Uh, thank you so much for being here. If you're learning from this room today, just imagine how much you're gonna gain when we all come together in person in Lexington, Lexington, Kentucky. Book your tickets now. By the way, plane tickets are pretty cheap. Uh, if you live in LA, if you wanna fly to New York right now, there were like there were plane tickets for about $120 round trip LA to JFK, I believe. So there's some pretty cheap plane tickets out there. Get yourself to Lexington, Kentucky though, November 5th through 7th. It is the Grow Your Business for God's Sake conference. Glenn Lundy is going to be celebrating the 1,000th episode of Hashtag Rise and Grind. 1,000 episodes, which is an amazing accomplishment. The event is going to feature many of your favorite Breakfast of Champions speakers, spearheaded by the one and only Tamara Andrus, our very own Tamara Andrus, who is also, by the way, on the lookout for your Hashtag 67 Day Challenge check-ins. So the 67-day challenge, start getting your rise and grind on with the 67-day challenge. Uh, there are over a thousand people in the community who are doing this challenge. Uh, we're so proud of those who are doing it, of those of you who are doing it. If you haven't started yet, it's not, not too late. Just go to breakfastwithchampions.live, breakfastwithchampions.live. You can go sign up for the 67-day challenge there. Also get the information about podcasts there as well, of course. So today we are talking about, we are talking about actionable strategies to help you create and think about and ideate content for your social media channels. We all know that social media, creating content for social media is important. Just think about how much time you spend on social media, either in your Facebook feed, in your Instagram feed, on your TikTok feed. I know you're out there. I know some of us have this guilty pleasure of, of, of uh, getting going down the TikTok rabbit hole. 
And so if you are engaging and consuming that content, think about how much other people are consuming that content and then think about how important it is that you are putting content out there so that people get to know you, you as a person, they get to know also your business. So we are talking today about actionable items that you can employ to come up with content, come up with content for your businesses or for your social medias. First one we talked about, yes, go ahead. I'm, I'm Dr. Hope Kalman. I've done the world equestrian games in Lexington, and when I'm not working as a doctor, I'm a horse whisperer. Are you doing it at the Marriott at Lexington, or which property in Lexington are you going to be at? Oh, that is a great question. Glenn, if you're here and you can ping uh, or pop your mic if you're here, Glenn, or if anyone else knows, where are we going to be in Lexington for the, uh, I, I think it's at uh, Marriott, but I, is anyone, is anyone here on stage know where exactly the- I just texted Sarah, so I'll let you know when she gets back to me. Great. And, and the other question I have, I, I spent 20 years in, in LA. I would have loved to have met, met you there. I tried to get into your improv class and your Instagram crashed. So I would love to do improv. Now that the pandemic has happened, I'm doing all this stuff I really enjoy doing and not working so hard as I used to. And it really, improv was something I did grow. I, I went to school with Tim Allen. He was Tim Dick then. And uh, we grew up together. Everyone thought I was going to go in that direction and I became a, a doctor. But, you know, that's a whole nother story. But my, my real passion is, tr- is horse whispering. And Lexington is like the capital capital of horses so i might show up thank well, you I'm that, my game. <laughs> thank you dr hope and uh and that would be wonderful to see you there and so we will get that information out about exactly where it's going to be i should know Eric, and i apologize Eric, for not is, knowing yes hey this is steve mccall uh, steve mccall how you doing uh, I'm doing well. It is at the Central Bank Center, 430 West Vine Street in Lexington, Kentucky. That's the convention center, but where where are people going to be staying? Um, where are you having people who are flying in from out of town stay? That's a convention center in Lexington. Is there a property that you've made a connection with? I'm That's going to right. turn that back over to somebody else, Eric. Uh, there are many hotels there. <laughs> So yeah, I'm thanks, Steve McGall. <laughs> Thank you, Stephen. Yeah, I I would say, Doctor Hope, let's uh, communicate on the back channels. I I um, I'm sure that there are some places where many people who are going to be going there are going to be congregating, um, and I'm sure it's going to be right around that that conference center that's there in Lexington. So um, and it'd be wonderful to see you out there. So get those. Uh, and if you don't live in Kentucky, in the land of the horses, then get your get your plane ticket and get on out there. So thanks, Dr. Open, and, and it would be wonderful to see you also on the uh, on the on the improv side. Um, so uh, thank you, Dr. Open. Appreciate you chiming in. So we've been talking about these different stra- uh, different strategies, actionable strategies for you to be able to come up with ideas on how to make content. Uh, the first one we talked about was emotion, and let let emotion be able to drive the ideating of your content. And I really hope you you do try this. I really do hope you try it where you sit down, think about your business or think about think about what kind of content you want to make and then just have an emotion about it and let your brain fill in those different reasons why you have an emotion and then just start writing them down on pen and paper. Pen and paper is an amazing amazing tool to use and uh and let let those ideas start to flow. The second one that I want to bring up today is the power of modeling. Modeling your content after other people who've been there before. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. I know we've talked about this before, but you do not have to reinvent the wheel. Think about how many different medical dramas there are on TV. Think about how many different travel shows there are on TV. Think about how many different talk shows there are on TV. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. Look at your business and 
find another business that is doing things on social media and doing them well and model your content after that. We're not saying plagiarize, we're not saying copy, but model it and then personalize it. So I'd say model and personalize, the old M and P, model and personalize. In my social media journey, I uh, this was one of the tactics that I used, strategies that I used to uh, now over 4 million followers on TikTok and counting, where I started seeing some videos that were out there, some TikTok videos that are out there, where it was uh, people who were who were uh, dropping their phones and uh, throwing. I think it was like these pranks of kids who were grabbing grabbing people's phones and throwing them out onto the ground and quote unquote breaking them. And and I knew that they were, I knew that they were fake pranks, um, but they were extremely extremely popular such a high engagement on these fake pranks and i thought okay they they must have a this must be an old burner a burner phone of theirs or an old phone of theirs that that they're using and then i thought you know what would be really fun is what if instead what if i decided to pur purposefully leave my phone on the sidewalk so instead of somebody else grabbing it and throwing it on the sidewalk what if i just decided to leave my phone on the sidewalk and what what would that look like and so I posted this video. I made this really, really quickly. I made this video where I uh, wrote in, uh, I opened up my iPhone. I showed me putting it on uh, never go to sleep and wrote a little note on it and said, write your deepest, darkest secret on the note and then left the screen on, quote unquote, and showed myself putting it on a sidewalk and walking away as if I were leaving this iPhone on a sidewalk. And I thought, okay, well, this is kind of a fun, fun video. It, it, uh, you know, inspired by these kids who were making these videos of just smashing iPhones onto the, uh, onto the sidewalk. But you know, it's a little different, and um, everybody's going to see through it. I mean, it's obviously a, it's obviously fake, just like we can see through when these kids are doing these other things. But, uh, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna post it. And then I actually uh, took a train and went live on TikTok because I, I used to go live a lot, do a lot of live streaming, and live streaming would be a really fun thing to talk about at another time. But people started messaging me in my live stream saying, hey, do you see what your video is doing? Can you see, do you see, do you see what, you're, what, you're, uh, what, you're, what your TikTok's doing? It's, it's at 10,000 views. It's at 20,000, it's at 50,000. And they're just messaging me in my live stream, so I'm not checking it. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. And it's at 100,000 views. And these people are still in my live stream. And all of a sudden, I'm getting more and more people in my live stream. 1,000 people, 2,000, 4,000, 5,000, 10,000 people watching my live stream. Before the day was done, I had over 100,000 people watching me in my live stream. And this video that I had posted, I think had hit over a million views, maybe 2 million views within 10 or 12 hours. And that video's uh, gone on to, it's in double digit millions of views. Now I don't tell the story to pat myself on, on, on the back because I did not think it was a very genius of, uh, of an idea. I just thought it was kind of a silly, ridiculous idea to put out there. And it blew up. And it was all because I tried this modeling behavior where I just thought, this is kind of a fun video. I'm not gonna do exactly that video, obviously because I don't want to do exactly what these kids, but, but how does it inspire me to do something else that would personalize it more for me? And uh, just as a side note, yeah, I wound up actually making a lot of, uh, a, a series of those videos because they did so well and I just thought they were so fun and people would, would send messages on, they would comment on that, well, uh, I can't believe you did that with your phone. How did you ever get your phone back? And it's not, don't you realize this is, this is a setup? This is, this is fake. Who would ever leave their iPhone on, on the sidewalk? So I started doing things like I left a computer on the sidewalk. I left a box of money on the sidewalk, same exact sidewalk. I, I wound up leaving. I borrowed somebody's Corvette, and, uh, and I left their Corvette parked at the sidewalk with the keys taped to the window. Uh, and just did a fun series of, of leaving things on the sidewalk. And it was just amazing how many people actually thought it was it was real, but it was just a fun thing to do. Um, 
But it all came out of this idea of, of modeling your content after someone else's content that's doing that's successful. Because that is what humans have been doing since the dawn of time when it comes to entertainment. And you can do it with your own content as well. Is there a real estate firm, a real estate company? Are you in real estate? And is, is there somebody in real estate who is making content that is doing really well or that you enjoy? And then how can you do similar content, but that would be personalized, that you could personalize it? I mean, one of the first things that comes into my mind is uh, Robin Leach and life, Lifetimes of the, of the Rich and Famous. Lifetimes of the Rich and Famous, where if they would go, if you remember, Lifetimes of the Rich and Famous, and I don't know why this comes up into my mind about real estate, but you could just take that principle. And, uh, and if you do high-end real estate, and you could do some fun, fun content about like the lifestyle that you would lead if you were in this high-end real estate or something like that. But look at what's been successful, and then model your content after what other people are doing. Because again, you don't need to reinvent the wheel because the wheel's already been invented. Trust me, the wheel has probably already been invented. So you can just take that wheel and throw your own hubcap on there. You can trick out that wheel the way you want to trick out that wheel, but you don't need to reinvent that wheel. So emotions and modeling, those are the first two. I said we would get through five. So we're going to get through five before, before we get through this hour. A third one that is a really great tool, actionable step that you can choose to engage in to create content or come up with ideas for content is to think about your passions. What are you passionate about beyond whatever business that you do? And write down, write down your passions. And then think, how can I combine these passions with my business. One of my favorite examples is a friend of mine. His name's Ben. He's now known as the Bentist. He loves to dance. He's a great dancer. And he also own, uh, owns, he owns a, uh, a dentistry. He's an orthopedic uh I'm not going to get it right. So he's something in, in orthodontics or he has a dentistry uh, practice. And he had this passion of dancing. So he would dance while also showing different dentistry stuff and braces and why you should get braces. But you do a little dance talking about why you should get braces and showing why you should get braces. He now has millions and millions of followers millions and millions of views. He might have be approaching, well, hundreds and hundreds of millions of likes. And I know, I believe he's opening up another dentistry office, another office in uh, another town. It has been enormous what it's done for him. But it's because he took a passion and combined it with his business. Now, it doesn't mean you have to dance. Um, we know that you don't have to you don't have to dance, but it's just an example of taking a passion and him combining that passion with with his business and creating content uh, around that. So think about what are your passions. Write down your passions. Write your passions down and your businesses down, and start to draw lines and think how can I combine these two, and you'll be able to come up with some ideas. Number four. Since I said we could get through five, number four. It's the principle of yes anding yourself. Now we've talked about this improv principle of yes and um, and building upon something, but I want to highlight it in a specific way. Uh, we had heard uh, my buddy Jason Shapiro, who is uh, a has some really large Twitter accounts, and in talking about this, he said what he likes to do is he calls it the vomit pass where he likes to just, in, in screenwriting, they call it the snowplow, where you literally just sit and you just write. And you just keep going and you yes-stand yourself, meaning you don't judge what you've just written, but instead you build upon it. You take that and then you build upon it. 
and you just create. You write, 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 and see where it leads you. And you can do that when trying to think of what kind of content you want to make. Just, just start literally sit down at the computer, pull out your notepad on your on your uh, smart device, grab a pen and paper, however it is that you like to write, and just start describing some content that you could make. And yes, and yourself. Meaning, don't judge what you've just written, but just keep going. Just keep building upon it. Do what Jason likes to call the vomit pass. Do that vomit pass, and somewhere in there, you're going to find some ideas for your content that you are going to be able to create. Somewhere in there, whether it's after writing for 10 minutes or maybe after writing for 10 seconds. Somewhere in there, you're going to find some ideas for some content that you can now start to massage and you can create and post. And then the fifth one that we'll go over really quickly is giving yourself a break and creating content you don't intend to post. Take the pressure off yourself and make content you don't ever expect to see the light of day. One of our friends here of uh, Breakfast with Champions, uh, Kwani, that's something that he likes to talk about as well, and I love it. Where make content that you would never expect to post, where you think, I'm just going to do this, grab your phone, shoot a little video of you in the mirror, just thinking, I'm never, I'm never going to post this, but now I'm just going to do something. And do that a bunch of times. Because chances are you're going to actually create some content that you are going to want to post or that you could post. Because when you take that pressure off of yourself, and I'm sure you've probably experienced this in a lot of other areas of life, but when you take that pressure off of yourself, of it needing to be perfect, and you just give yourself that freedom to play, that's where some real true genius comes. And that's where some just gold, some true magic comes. So set a goal for yourself and set a goal. And maybe that goal could be, you know what? I'm going to grab my phone and I am going to shoot. I'm going to record myself for 15 seconds every day. I'm going to shoot a 15 second video. And the reason why I say 15 seconds, because that's a, a really great number for short form video. I'm going to shoot a 15 seconds. And you can even look when you turn on your camera, you can see the little number that's running as how long you've been filming, right? And so you'll see it's getting to 10 seconds, 11 seconds, 12 seconds, 13 seconds, 14, 15 seconds. Just challenge yourself every single day. I'm going to record a video of myself for 15 seconds, and I'm never going to post that video. I'm not going to post it. So after a month, I'm going to have 30 videos that I'm never going to post. Give yourself that freedom. Free yourself. And I guarantee you, I, I, no such thing as guarantees, right? But I would put money down that after that one month, those 30 videos that you've made, whatever it might be about that you would never decide to post, I would put money down that you could take a couple of those videos at least and you could post them and people would really, really enjoy them on social media, whether they're about you or whether they're about your business, whatever it might be, talk about your business, talk about things, do a little, do a little sketch, do just a song, do a dance, do show a talent of yours, whatever it might be, do it for 15 seconds, record yourself for 15 seconds every day, thinking I'm never going to post this video. And after 30 days, you're going to have something that I bet you could post if you if, if, if you would like to. You don't have to. Feel free if you want to DM it to me. DM me a couple of those videos if you'd like, and I would be more than happy to give you my honest opinion as to whether or not to post it. This reminds me of back in the Vine days. I knew uh, groups of Viners 
who, again, if you don't know what Vine is, Vine was an app that uh, that Twitter finally bought and then and then killed, unfortunately. But it was an app that was the precursor to what we know now as TikTok, the precursor to Instagram Reels, the precursor to YouTube Shorts and Facebook, what do they call it, Shorts? The precursor to all of these short form video applications was Vine. And Vine was six seconds or less that would loop. And I knew these, uh, I, I was friends with these huge Viners and they would have their own little groups of, of Viners who they had their own text messaging groups. And they would constantly be sending each other Vines or short form videos that they were thinking about posting. And there was some terminology in, in that culture or in, in the Vine culture, so to speak, that was either a, a, a heat or delete where it was somebody would send in their little uh, group text chat. They would send it like, I'm thinking about posting this video. And then people would either say, yo, that's a, that is a heater. That is heat, meaning post it. It's going to do really great. Or they would reply just with, that's a delete, meaning don't post that. It's not, it's not going to do very well. So, uh, you know, have you got a heat or delete? Eric, Feel I'm free. Yes. Spam your inbox. Yes, Kelsey, please do. Feel free to send me send me videos, and I will I'll tell you if that's a heat or a delete. But chances I are I'm probably going to tell you that it's a heat. Yes, please feel free. Um, but I, I will warn you: chances are I'm going to tell you that it's a heat because <laughs> I am a firm believer that making these kind of videos where you're not worrying about what it's going to be like that that is going to connect so well with the people who are watching these videos. It's going to connect so well with them. And the more polished short form video is sometimes the less it connects with other people. People love the rawness of, of short form videos, but yes, feel, please feel free to, uh, to DM me at Eric Artel on all platforms uh, to DM me. I'm, I'm happy to give a little thought as to what, uh, if you should post a video, if you want to take this challenge. So uh, those are, just five actionable steps that you can take, actionable items that you can take to try to come up with some content. And I hope that you, that some of them have touched you during this hour so that you can start making some, some great content and some strong content. I would love to know. We only have a couple of, set, uh, a couple of minutes left, but um, has this helped anybody who's here on stage uh, or do you have another thought as to what you like to do? Um, and please feel free to uh, unmic. Bernie, I saw you you had popped your mic. Um, or pop your mic if, if, if any here. of these kind of speak to you. Go ahead, go ahead, Bernita. Did, did you pop your mic to? I did. Well, I definitely was clapping, um, Eric, but then also just so much resonated. Bernita Adele tapping in. I am. Well, one, I want to concur with the 30 days of getting on for 15 seconds every day. How I got started with my series, my short form videos on Instagram. So I did a 30 day gratitude challenge and I made a video every day for 30 days. And that turned into what is now a series once a week for Gratitude Tuesdays. And now I have added America's Hot Sauce Friday. But what I love about this challenge is that it's been a while. It's been a long time since I've had 30 of doing consecutive videos every day. And so um, I love this challenge. I'm going to take it on 15 second video, even if I don't post it, but just to be in the habit of doing it every day. Um, those are a couple of thoughts. I have one more, but I'm going to pass it back because we're almost done. Bernita done speaking. If we have time, I'll chime back in. Okay, great. Great, Bernita. I appreciate that. Yeah, because we are, our hour is almost done. But I love that, Bernita. And I love that you're going to take that challenge. Yeah, somebody else was popping in. Hey, Eric, it's Christina. No doubt. Hey, Chris. Hey, great ahead, content. Chris. Great, great, uh, valuable information. Great information. I wanted to um, address the hotels. The question that the lady had about the hotels really quickly. Um, I sent you, I sent the information to you in the back channels as well. Um, so the, the hotels for the uh, conferences, the Museum Hotel Lexington, Candlewood Suites, Holiday Inn Express, Saywood Suites, Lexington. So those are four. Museum Hotel Lexington, Candlewood, Candlewood Suites, Holiday Inn Express and Saybridge Suites, Lexington. Great, thank you, thank you, Christina. All right, everyone. Well, our our hour 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 hour. Let's say that's five times. Easy for you to say. Our hour is up, but 
hopefully this has been some some actionable tools that you can take to help inspire you to make this short form content because i know that uh, the fear of the camera sometimes can be real the fear of creating content can be real the block of creating content can be real what how why what on, what on earth am i doing and so just take one of these five tools and make content let it inspire you and get your brain going to make those content let emotion drive what kind of content to make model your content after what's already been done don't reinvent the wheel just trick out your own wheel what passions do you have how can that relate to what you want to make do the vomit pass yes and yourself just write 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 build upon ideas and you'll find some ideas and then post material that you know or create material create content you never expect to post try this 30-day challenge 15 seconds a day for 30 days of just making a video of yourself doing whatever it might be business related not business related whatever it might be and after 30 days not only are you going to find some content that you can post and you should post but also you're going to just be much more comfortable creating this kind of content Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.